It's a pleasure. Thank you, Pastor, for giving me this opportunity to uh, share the word. Um, I was working on, on, uh, on Wednesday. Um, a lot of us were seeking the Lord on Wednesday. And um, I kept thinking about the Roman soldiers. You know, like Mars Hill and stuff like that. A lot of questions, a lot of questions about what was going on in the time. So, <laughs> forgive my son. Um, and so it, it led me down a path where I thought, hmm, what, what was it like to live at that time, at that era when the sun darkened and, and stuff like that? John, would you, do you mind reading the first scripture and then we'll pray? John 19.30, when yes, Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, yep. it is finished. Amen. And he bowed his head and gave up the God. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that it is finished, O oh God. Lord, you paid the price and you paid it full and you paid it once, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord God, that your anointing will be upon your congregation, this church, Lord. That, Lord, that you speak, Lord, deeper messages, Lord, that this this earthly vessel could ever speak, Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you create a conduit of your power, of your voice from the throne room of heaven, Lord, to your people today, Lord, that they may receive a special word from you tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus, before he was crucified, spent like 30 hours being messed around, tortured, being to Pontius Pilate, to Herod, and back. 30 hours of tormenting, name-calling, just being thrown under the bus by his, by his uh, brother jo uh, Judas, right? Judas threw him under the bus, sold him out for a bit of money, you know? And so he's there, and, he, and he's having his whole, everything about him just being crucified before he was even crucified. Everything about him, he was, he was like, I guess, Donald Trump in today's is a fine-tooth comb and looking through every nook and cranny of his life, trying to find a fault. Trying to find a fault. Amen. And it was um, Pontius Pilate says, I, I, I find no fault. But that didn't stop Jesus from being crucified. Amen. If you read Matthew... What was it? Matthew? 27. Yeah. Jesus, when he cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. Yeah. Behold, the veil of the temple rent in twain yep. from the top to the bottom. And the earth did quake and the rocks rent. Yep. And the graves were opened. And many yep. bodies of the saints which slept yep. rose and mm. came out of the graves after his resurrection mm. and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. Mm. And when it said, children, that they were with him, Watching Jesus saw the earthquake, and those things were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God. What, 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 a, what a sight to see. <clears throat> you know, you, you, had, you had the soldiers bartering over their clothes, like throwing, throwing, I don't know, pick up sticks or whatever they call it, lots. But, you know, stealing his clothes. He was spat on. He was put over a, a, a rock or something and beaten with a cat of nine tails. He was stripped bare, had to carry his cross, and, you know, skin torn, carrying a big lump of wood, probably got splinters all down his back, only to, only to be hung up, 
at and about oh, I'm thinking about nine. Forgive me, Pastor, if I'm a bit wrong. But you know they were mocking him from about nine to twelve, and at twelve o'clock, roughly, right midday, the sun got darkened. What did it say, brother? The sun was darkened, right? The graves opened up. The graves opened up. Yep. Many of the bodies which slept arose and came out of the graves after his resurrection. Amen. And there, and there was a Roman soldier there goes, truly this must be the Son of God. A guy that has nothing to do with the Jewish culture. He's just a witness. He's just a witness. He's witnessing all this and all this stuff is going on. He's going, fair and that guy must be the Son of God. I'm putting in Australian language. Right? And even, even theology, you had Josephus, a historian back in that time, testifying about what happened, a secular historian, a guy that kept, kept count of what happened in the day. You had, an Egyptian, you had an Egyptian guy saying, you know, either God's suffering or someone he loved is suffering. I think it was um, Reverend Raymond Woodward that said something along those lines um, about that. Um, theologians debate about, oh, how can God become man? You know, how how can he how can he um, how can God put a, his son on the cross? Well, God had to become a man Amen. to fulfil the law. Amen. See, the the thing that separates us from every other religion is that to be saved comes from a supernatural grace that comes from God. Right? There's no religion where, they, where, where demon or principality or even someone can mock, make up, where they can be God. They can say, oh yeah, you can get to heaven with works and deeds and stuff like that. But not one religion will say, oh, God will manifest in flesh. We are made in his image. And it was in his image that he displayed he decided to display later at the appointed time when things were needed the most. I would hate to think what would happen if Jesus didn't come when he did. You had the full on, you had the Romans in full swing. We have still got a semi sort of Roman type political type structure today. And you see it unravelling now. Revelations is coming coming through. The, the, the clay and the, and the iron... For those that might know a little bit of Revelation, it, it's happening. Yep. Right? But I'm not talking about today, but that today. I'm talking about God manifesting in flesh so you and I can be free from bondage. Amen. He had plenty of time to give up, to quit. When he was in Gethsemane, his mates didn't even pray with him, they fell asleep. Ask my wife, I've done that to her a few times. <laughs> Particularly when I was newly, when we were newly saved, she was the spiritual giant, and I was like new in God and stuff like that. And you know what? I fall asleep praying, and I'm 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 asking for forgiveness for washing my car because there's a drought in my sleep. I'm sleep talking, and and my wife wakes me up, and goes, "You don't never wash your car." The reason why I say that is because the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. No matter how hard I wanted to pray. Being new in God, but there's a bit of my flesh there that could that 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 failed, and we all fail from time to time. Amen, amen. 
God manifested in flesh. He had a human part of him of himself. He had a fleshly element. And this is to, to make sure that he fulfills the role, the role of the Lamb of God. Not only was he inspected with a fine tooth comb and, and you know, found no fault, but he had to feel the full weight of sin upon his shoulders. He cried out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And I can tell you there's been plenty of times in my life that I feel like God's forsaken me. And whether you feel it today or tomorrow, or maybe it was yesterday, let me tell you, God will never leave you nor forsake you. And that's a promise. Amen. You may feel that way. You may feel that way, but that is not the case. Amen. See, the reason why darkness covered the land is because the Spirit of God left the land. And when there is darkness, there is no light. The light's been withdrawn, so the darkness is there. It's like God said, you know what? Boom. I'm the presence is taking, taken away. All of a sudden, the sun is darkened. There's an earthquake. Things are being messed up. You know, curtains are torn and stuff like that. Because why all that was happening in your darkness? God is in your hell, making a way for you. Am I yelling too loud? Because I'm really passionate right now. I turn it down. I'll turn it down to about three. I'll turn it down to three. God is fighting for you. While you're in your darkness, while you're thinking, you know what, I'm going to go home. This is getting a bit like, uh, uh, uh. While you're in your darkness, God is still working. Amen. Amen. See, see, the man Jesus had to hang on Calvary. He had to. Amen. You know, our finite minds might not understand how this, you know, God manifested in flesh. Um, Timothy 3.16, you know, great is, the godly, great is the mystery of godliness, that God was manifested in the flesh. He was for the first time in like ever recorded, seen of by angels, seen of by angels, seen of by angels, Angels, not, not, you know, the whole plan, the Logos was there, but he was seen of by angels. Amen. And he was tempted, he was tested by the Spirit, and he gave us a witness. His word, his deed, and us as witnesses testify that he is what he is. Amen. Amen. So, you know, one would think, you know, like, you know, I would imagine the mum, you know, mum and there was like John. I imagine, wow, if, if Levi had to go through that, oh man, I'd be torn up. I'd be bawling my house up. But you know what wasn't crying? It wasn't heaven. It was hell. Ha! Because there must have become a... There must have come a moment when Satan thought, oh no, I've chipped myself. I, I, oh, what? I threw the game away. I fumbled the ball, Brother Lani. I threw the game away. I thought I had him. I thought it was game set and match, but I, I threw a pass and the pass fumbled it. Oh no! He's in my territory 
claiming what I thought was mine. I, was, I, I wanted those souls. And he's taken them back. Amen. And now we've got sickness. He's got no control over. He's got death. Where is thy sting? Amen. Where's the victory now? Hallelujah. We have the victory because in your darkness, in your darkness, God was fighting for you. Amen. What does Acts chapter 2 verse 23 says, brother? Him being delivered by the determinate counsel mm. and foreknowledge of God, you have taken up by wicked hands, Ooh. have crucified and slain, yep. whom God has raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that it should be retained by it. Amen. Yeah, because I put retain there because it's Holden and I'm thinking of Ford and Holdens and all that. I thought, well, I better put retained just so there's no confusion, right? You know when you can't retain something, it slips through. See, as long as we're in God's presence, we keep slipping through his fingers. He can't get to us because we have the promises of God. It's yay and amen. He sticks closer than a brother. Amen, amen. What does um, uh, 1 Corinthians say? Which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Amen. If he knew, <laughs> if he knew that he was going to throw the game away like that, he wouldn't have done it. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how someone so evil that's been so close to God because he was an archangel, know God so intimately well, know his word inside and out that he can deceive Adam and Eve with it and deceive me on, the, on, on a good day and, and most of the other people in the world by being an angel of life. I don't understand how he missed it. If you know the word of God so well, how could you miss it? I can tell you why, because he doesn't know God how we know God. Yes. Amen. Amen. And what does the... Um, what does uh, Genesis uh, 3.15 say? I will, I will put enmity between thee and the woman. Amen. thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. 2,000 years ago, Jesus was fulfilling scripture. And Satan, and Satan um, was unwillingly, unwittingly uh, fulfilled scripture. <clears throat> I can tell you now, today, Scripture's being fulfilled. And those that do Bible studies, you'll see start certain things happening in the Middle East and stuff like that, and you go, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you know? The Euphrates River can be dry within an hour if they just shut up that dam. Boom! Soldiers can come across. You've got Chinese building the Silk Road and that for, for trade and stuff like that through all the Arab lands and stuff like that. At any time, Scripture can be fulfilled. Amen. I'm not preaching about that today, though. Amen. Amen. I saw, I saw a tweet by Stan Gleason today, and he said this. He said, Satan was expecting, I am finished. But instead it got, it is finished. Right? And, that, and, and when, when he heard that, he knew he was finished. Amen. 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 That there is like the whole thing about the Messiah. Amen. 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 This, this point in history has basically set 
the, the president for centuries to come. Here we are, 2019. And still people are being delivered from the clutches of hell every day. Amen, amen. amen. They may be bombing our churches. They may be burning them down. But God would have the last say. And they may burn our churches. They may even put us and burn us at the stake. But are we going to be there in the Lord of glory? We're going to be in heaven. Amen. And they will have a fiery eternity. Amen. So you don't need to worry. Amen. So following on, I, I, I figured out about this finished business. Amen. This finished finish business, and I've got a little night, neat little app on my phone where you look for the words and it gives you a whole meaning about it. Right? So you think I'm all smart, but I'm really not. Right? Finish is talio. Right? I'm having fun here, right? Just go, just bear with me. Talio, right? So I had a bit of a look at. Artists use it as a, it's a, like a, an old word, so artists use it as a describing a masterpiece. And I can see that how that is in scripture. The what we are masterpiece of God, you know, God set a masterpiece, a great screenplay that played out over generations and different characters, and that it, you know it would be better than Star Wars going to the movies. It'd be like the best block office hit. You know, it goes on for a few chapters. You know, it'd be going, you know, and and there might be remakes and stuff like that. But it's a masterpiece. Your life, his life, what happened on the cross is a masterpiece. Right? Servants used to say it when they completed their tasks. Dalio, whatever it is, I'm not. Yeah. Priests would say that it's perfect, faultless. Okay? And um, merchants used to say it, and I didn't know this, but merchants would used to say it as paid in full. The bill was no longer owing. And that was something that I, I nearly forgot to explain. Is when Jesus was hung on the cross, it was a public humiliation. I heard of stories where, I think it was you that preached it this morning. And I was like, oh, he's taking my message. Is where the people back then, if you owe debt, they say, this guy owes me money. Like, boom, plaster it. And so you had to carry that shame. And it wasn't until that, that, that debt was paid that it was blotted out, that it was taken away. Jesus has done that for us. Read the next verse for, for me. Hebrews. Hebrews 2.14. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, mm. he also himself likewise took part of the same. That through death... Mm -hmm. He might destroy him that had the power of death, mm -hmm. that is the devil. Amen. And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Keep going to Galatians. Galatians 2.14. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us. Yeah. Which was contrary to us. Yeah. And took it out of the way, nailing to his cross. Amen. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Amen. The religious leaders over there were quarrelling over what was placed above Jesus' head. That's 
Because over his head, right, what did it say? Right. They squabbled over that because he was publicly displayed. He was there paying our price. And the Jews, pardon me, the people that had ulterior motives in high places didn't want that fact that your sins are blotted out, that the King of glory, God of heaven and earth, Boom. Publicly displayed. Publicly blotting out your sins right there and then. Amen. There was four physical events that happened when Jesus said it was finished. The veil was rent. That was the entrance into the Holy of Holies. It's a thick curtain. Sometimes, I don't know if you felt like that, but sometimes you feel like you've got to really pray through. Like you pray and you go really pray through. And, and then once you get through the other side, it's like, boom. You know, the light, you, you, you're in God's presence. That is so much easier because God took that step. Amen. There was an earthquake. Amen. A shaking. There was a resurrection. I cannot even fathom that. I don't know if it was like that way at all, but if I was, but I cannot fathom that. But praise the Lord, a revelation to the centurion and others that were witnessing this event. Amen. Let me explain further. Um, Second Corinthians two uh, four verse ten. Always burning about in the body, mm. the dying of the Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. Amen. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. Amen. The life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. And again in Galatians. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless I live, yet not I. But Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. Jesus died once, but we still need to die daily. And we're still living, right? Doesn't mean that we live in condemnation. I just want to make that clear. Condemnation is not of God. That's of the devil. Oh, you saved others, but you can't save yourself. Oh, oh, if you're the son of God, turn these rocks into bread. If you're this, if you're that. Oh, still he's got to put the crown of thorns on his head. You're going to get knocked about. This, this world is a, is a bad place. It's this life. We die daily. But he died once. Amen. You know, it was Paul that, that spoke about uh, to Timothy that all his Asian converts sort of left him. It says this here, look, his converts had all turned away. And, they, and, and you know, I just imagine if I was Paul back then, you know, you've got a church and all of a sudden you've gotten people leaving and, you know, Barnabas has gone back to the world and stuff like that. And you go, Lord, what's going on? Do you still love me, Lord? Am I still in your will? What's wrong with me, God? 
You know, like, thought we were supposed to have a mega church and have like a big band and be like the next Hillsong hit and stuff like that. You know, praise the Lord for songs and worship. Amen. We go through trials. This is a thing. While you're hanging on your cross, there's a centurion looking on. There's a centurion hanging. And I guess to nail it all short, to put it all in the nail, to put it, to put the message in condense, if you take away anything, hang on. Hang on to your cross. Right? That's not to say to condemn yourself, but to stay humble enough that you stay dying to yourself daily. That you stay humble yourself. Amen. Because you've got centurions, you've got pagans, you've got people watching. Hallelujah. As you die to yourself daily, Christ is living in you daily. You're having victories where no one has seen victories before. Amen. While someone's going through a darkness, you are consecrated. You are sanctified to bring light in someone's darkness, to set the captives free, to preach the gospel. Amen. This is what happens, right? Amen. The veil that was rent is the entrance in the spiritual glory and revelation of Jesus Christ. It's where we get a revelation of God. That's where we sit. That's where we feast. That's where we get more of God's goodness to nourish us and to learn more about him and to glean and to have his power. Amen. The earthquake is shaking off of our comfortable position, position, our circumstances. And we are creatures of habit. And I'm preaching to myself because I love a good routine. And if I don't have a routine, I'm like, what do I do? Amen. It's a bit funny that because I'm an extrovert and go with the flow guy, but I need routine at the same time. I need structure because I'm a human. But the earthquake shakes us up. It also gives God the ability, if you're bound in the grave, to be released. The rocks were rent. Everyone that was buried, that was dead, spiritually dead, was rent and they were allowed to live again. Amen. The resurrection of the church can come alive because you're going through these experiences, you're living and breathing. Amen. You're having your spirit man is rising up. Your spirit man is having its own resurrection. You know, like I, the revival... Well, if you're already alive, you, you don't need reviving. You know what I'm saying? That was something that always got me, tripped me up when say, oh, we're going to have a revival meeting. Was, oh, are we dead? <laughs> Amen. But the one that I like and I, I've, I've highlighted and I revel, you know, is the revelation to the world. This is a side effect. You know, with people, rise, people rising up, their spirit man rising you know, people getting out of their comfort zones and people getting revelations of Jesus and stuff like that. Those three things there bring growth. Bring people like unbelievers to church. Amen. And, and we're going we're gonna to be doing some evangelical, I think the time has come. 
It's time to get our spirit man active. It's time to get the revelation of Jesus, a deeper understanding. God. See, the devil doesn't want you to die to your flesh. And I know that because if I don't get enough sleep and I wake up in a bad mood, you better believe I'm playing that praise music loud in the car. Amen. Amen. Because that is why we come to Jesus. We come to Jesus because we don't want to be in our flesh. The best time, is, best time in my life is being when I've been in the presence of God and doing the things of God. Amen. Amen. See, the devil wants us to come down off our cross. The devil wants us to stay there. He wants us to, to, to think to ourselves, you know what, if I just, okay, I've done enough. If I just get down now, think, you know, I've, no. The, re, the, the reason why we need to keep dying to ourselves daily is because as long as we do that, we replace our desires with his desires. Amen. Amen. What does Galatians say? Galatians um, 5, uh, 24. For I think that God has set forth his apostles last, as he would appointed unto death, yeah. for made a spectacle unto the world, Amen. unto angels, Amen. unto men. Amen. 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 Satan is terrified for us coming off our cross. He wants us to stay. He doesn't want us to stay on, a, on the cross. But we need to so the work can be finished. He's finished. Jesus has finished it. But we need to finish the race. We need to stay on the cross to finish the race. Amen. You could, we can talk about this and that all day long. But never let it be, I am finished. But it is finished. Amen. Please don't quit. Stay strong. Run the course. Because this is what happens. And this is what I'm coming back to, to what I was thinking about on Wednesday. Because these people... Now, remember, Judas betrayed him. Judas betrayed him. He didn't, he didn't recover from it. He hung himself, literally. Peter did the same sort of thing. Denied Jesus. He came back. Right. They raided... For the, for the day of Pentecost, and they got it. Because they were faithful and they hung on, they hung around, it allowed a man called Saul, who was then renamed to Paul, and he was a Pharisee. And he was one of these guys, he was one of these people that oversaw and instigated the, the crucifixion of Jesus. When you hold on to your cross, pick it up, stay on it, stay sanctified, stay on the altar. You get guys like Paul rising up, where they can go to a bunch of people that do not know God. Maybe they're agnostic. So they, you know, they've got a little bit of spirituality, but they can't put their finger on it. They just know that there's a God somewhere. 
And then comes Paul, persecutor of Jesus, persecutor of guys like myself, you and I, Christians. He has a revelation. The light comes in. And he's talking to people on Mars Hill saying, you have a God, you have a, a monument to the unknown God and you ignorantly worship this deity. But let me tell you who he is. Amen. And this is why we have Passover, Easter services. So even though our churches may be burning, amen, or we're getting persecuted, we still can stand up and say, let me tell you who God is. Let us stand. Let us stand. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Paul said it, to, said it to this, that all should seek the Lord, that happily that they may feel after him, though he be not far from every one of us. He's close. He's close to us, my friend. He's close. He is so close to us right now. For in him... We live and move and have our being as certain also of your own poets have said. For we are also of his offspring. Amen. Let's just worship the Lord right now. Yours is the 
have no rivals, you have no equals. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ our King. What a powerful name it is, nothing can set against. What a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus. What a powerful name it is, the name Lord, we love you and we honour you, Lord. In our darkness, Lord, you are fighting for us, Lord Jesus. Lord, help us to be your ambassador here on earth, Lord Jesus. That, Lord, that when the pages are closed on our book, And we meet you, Lord, in the air. Let it be, Lord, that you say, come in. Welcome. You have done well. Enter. And Lord, let that day be. A day when we bring others with us. That, Lord, that we make full use of your investment in us, Lord. That, Lord, that we bring more souls that you died for, Lord. And fulfill your dying wish, Lord. That no man shall perish but have eternal life. And we thank you, Lord, that you did what you did, that you set the example that you have set, and, Lord, that you are blameless. You are holy, Lord, and that we can trust you in every aspect of our lives. We love you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Amen.